episode number 255 of the Barrel Proof Podcast. Jumping right in, Ty. Not even giving you a chance to. I'm here, baby. To eat it up. Uh, I'm Taylor Sorrells. I'll be your host tonight. Uh, co-hosts uh, with with equal amounts of power and vim and vigor are Ty Smith. You just heard him talking. Robbie Barker. He's busy looking at his phone. What's up? And Patrick on the one and on the, on the box with the wires going into it. Uh, there you go. Make sure you put put some uh, some scratch in there. Don't do that. I'm sorry. It's a terrible idea. Uh, so yeah, it's been a few weeks since, since we last talked to you. Uh, thanks again to Ben Holzman for talking to us last last week. I'm sorry I wasn't here for the whole interview because he, he could probably talk to us for hours. I'm thinking he was a lot of fun to to talk to, talk uh, talk soccer and talk about the club and all that fun stuff. Uh, but since then, uh, a lot's happened. This is what the second pod of the new year. It's February. We're we're, we're averaging. An I think a month. that's right. That's pretty yeah. bad. We got to work on that. Um, uh, preseason now, right? We start yeah, ramping it up just Monday. like the team. Preseason started, yeah, just like the just like the team, uh, most of the team anyway. Uh, but yeah, everybody reported camp. The, the so we're out here in the parking lot, right, of the facility, which is not covered in snow today, but it has been for several for like a week. Uh, That's what derailed us last week, of course. Yep. Yeah, but the guys are literally out there with snow shovels. Uh, yeah, that is what derailed us last week. So sorry, Ken Luther was supposed to be our guest today, so we're going to shame him into show, appearing on the next one because he couldn't make it today for whatever reason, good reasons, I'm sure. Uh, yeah, they've had to snow shovel the, the turf fields out here so they could have practice. Over the weekend, they had uh, Ottawa Pro Sports Management Group uh, had a big combine, about 150 players out here, and Hackworth did a, a press conference that I came, that I went to and kind of caught up with him and saw how things were developing for the club and how they're still looking to um, add to the roster if, if the right circumstances exist. Um, did you address the elephant in the room that Ty was not invited to the combine? No, I, it, <laughs> I, 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 I'm sorry to say those dudes were playing hard out there. There were ankles and joints at risk, and I think Ty Ooh. was better off not showing up. Plus, it was really cold. Uh, maybe you're really just going. You get to the next no, round already. I mean, Ty. my agent was like, "Why should you go out there and you know <laughs> risk injury when they they see me?" Is I mean, your agent, you're splitting. Then O'Con- O'Connor's the one who knows me. <laughs> you know, yeah. It's like, so oh, we already know what you can bring to the table. We need to send somebody else. <laughs> just kind of, it just kind of depends. Yeah, the on Thomas Tuckle Christian Pulisic explanation. Christian didn't play because I already know what he can do. It's <laughs> like those guys that are you know that don't go to the NFL Combine. So it's like you know why do you're that? electing to not run the forty this right, year? Right. I mean, okay. so fair enough. You ever see they always more to some, come. More to come on all that. They, so th- this this is a fun diversion. Have you all watched like so? Nobody watches NFL Network really, but they cover the draft and they always have Rich Eisen out yeah. there and tries to run the forty every year. But that dude like trains and tries, right? But Katie uh, Nolan, who runs a great show that is bounces all over the place, but I'm a big fan of hers. Uh, some she was tweeting about forty times a couple of years ago, and some guy said, "Oh, I could totally run a you know a, a sub five forty or whatever." And so she she called the guy and said, "Come out here." Come on this practice field and let's see how fast you can go. So he shows him like cargo shorts and a t-shirt, <laughs> and, and and oh yeah, it's great. And can't even get his knees above his hips type situation. He ran it in like nine seconds. Or something like that. It oh wasn't gosh. that slow, but it was very slow. So anyway, so we should have what we're saying is we should line up like a Brian Ombi and then have all of the the Coopers uh, line it's up. Time. Ombi's only yeah. well, no Ombi runs faster in the, when it's cold. I forgot about that. Yeah, he's a, he's like a reptile except in reverse. We could do the overlay <laughs> like they do with Rich Eisen. You can see how we all compare. So, oh yeah, that'd yeah. be good. That'd be good. I'm trying to, I'm running sprints with my oldest right now to get him faster, which isn't working very well. But anyway, <laughs> yeah, sure. Um, Stretch out first. I, I, I'd need to. He does not. But dude, I've damn near pulled a hamstring on Monday. Um, so, uh, what has happened since the last time we got together? Preseason started, like I said. 
Uh, well, let me let, let's go back because I w- I led the last podcast. You did, and you did a great job. Well, we went through every roster signing, and I omitted one. Well, every completely you didn't inadvertently, we left out Jimmy McLaughlin. We yeah. did. Who had been signed in the week or two prior to that last pod, and we I went. Asked, and you we, said you guys had talked about everybody. No, we. we well, I thought no, we, we did. Thought we I thought we did. <laughs> and I'm blaming Robbie because I think it was uh, selective omission. I, I always take six part. months to warm up to the FCC uh, players. Look, most come out most other guys: Ty Gibson, Pat McMahon, Luke Spencer. No problem, really. Mm-hmm. But the FCC fans loved Jimmy McLaughlin. <laughs> right. Loved him. <laughs> loved him. And I, based on what I'm. You know, not 100% certain. Uh, but he's a Louisville City player now, and we're going to have to put uh, the the bias, the anti-FCC bias that exists against him more than all others, frankly. Uh, Corbin Bones, same deal. Like, we didn't even think about yep. not disliking But Jimmy, for whatever reason, because the fans loved him so much. Yeah. Uh Corbin earned earned it last yeah, well, year. Corbin, he yeah. earned he earned you it. Guys, I, so they uh, the other I guys have a press too, release or what? I think Louisville City released it yesterday. He drives from Cincinnati to practice every day. I right. see That's that. crazy. Yeah. Like, well, he's got his family. He's his got roots in, roots in Cincinnati. In. And, yeah, I mean, I think. No, I don't blame a guy. It's not that yeah. bad of a commute. Like, no, I'm it's doing not. it from Eastern Kentucky to freaking Shelbyville right now. So, yeah. But, but what do we think about Jimmy then? Um, obviously, historically, we'd go up against him. Um, you know, I think I there's. I think he's a useful play. He plays. I think he is a useful player in the left wing, can get to the end line, can cut in, can rip a shot from distance. That's kind of my scouting report on him. He's a dynamic player for sure, and he'll take people on, which you like to see. He's got the confidence to do that, and he's he did that at Cincinnati. Yeah. It was I think it was his goal goal celebrations that maybe (laughs) were off putting to some extent for Louisville City fans. Um I get just some wonder. creative ones, but if he's doing that for us, then yeah, and, uh, and, we'll warm up real quick. The, the minute he scores a goal for us, we're going to love him. So. Oh, of course, goes without <laughs> saying. But uh, no, I just my only query is obviously he's experienced at the level. He knows the league well. Um, he's been playing at a higher level the last yeah. you know year or two, so he should come in and hit the That's ground Cincinnati. running. Cincinnati. Yeah, so let's. Uh, I'm talking about the league. He, he did make the, the cut league. for the MLS squad, yeah, right? So higher league. He, he was on the MLS let's team. Let's be real about it. He's playing against internationals most weeks yeah. and when he's playing. Uh, my only concern really is he's he's very similar in a lot of ways to a lot of our squad, right? From a, you know, build and from a kind of the way he plays, you know, how different is he than, you know, the Hopanos and um, McCabe. Niall McCabe's of this world? Does That's he bring a, fair, a different dynamic? I don't know. That's a fair point. I, I can't argue with you about that. Other than to say that we've always got injury problems with wings and midfielders and can't hurt to have somebody else that does similar things to the person that they're replacing. Sure thing, yeah. Um, and we play a certain way, no doubt. Yeah. Um, so, so yeah. in that sense, it makes sense. And plus, he he's not just a left winger. He can play probably probably play on the right, probably play a little bit in the middle. Could probably If we wanted to go 4-3-3, he'd be, he could go on either side. If we wanted to put kind of put him deeper in the midfielder, I don't necessarily think he's a 10, but he can do a job in the, in the middle of the field for sure, I think. Uh, but, yeah, that's fair. And that probably, Robbie, I'm going to help you out here, uh, gets you to a larger criticism about uh, the roster as a whole. Yeah, you, yeah. as we talked a bit the in the pre-show, sheet. I was looking through our squad, and my only concern for the year is, is I, I'm always concerned. I've always got the negative tact on things. But, no, in all seriousness, we, lost Luke, over there. we lost Luke Spencer, who was our you know more traditional hold-the-line number nine, hold line, number nine right, forward. with a bit of size. Yeah. If you look at our forward line now, Cam Lancaster is the biggest forward we've got. He gets hurt. We're then down to Hopano. 
We're down to guys much of the same build. Five, probably Abdu, five, ten and Brian, below. Jimmy. 50 pounds-ish type guys, We've probably. Got, I think the point, well, if I can accentuate that, we got a lot of guys that are good facing goal with the ball at their feet. Yep. We don't have really anybody that you would count on to back into a center back, mm-hmm. move them around, and get their head on a ball. Yeah, when you come up against Forrest or, 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 or catch Or get one facing away from goal on the half turn, which yep. Cam can do. Cam, not what, Cam did not that as, a bit last year. Yeah, he did. But, but that's not you know that's not where he's at his best. And I think if we're trying to optimize who the player that I'm certain is the most expensive player on our team, we're trying to get him in space or or catch him on the end of runs going towards the goal. Uh, and not necessarily – I don't want him sitting in the box playing the Andy mm-hmm. Carroll. You know, yeah. Ball, right? So you just got to think about, though, what happens in those games when what we normally do isn't working. Or it's late in the game and you've got to get the ball in the box. You've got to score. We kind of came up against that a little bit uh, last year in the Eastern Conference Final. Yeah. We didn't have a second gear. We didn't have a different change of pace to go to. So I don't know. Maybe our squad's not complete yet. There might be new, There might be more additions to come. Uh, I do get worried, though, that we have a lot of players of the same ilk and, and no change of pace as far as size. I think... It, yeah, somebody to bang, somebody to bang with some big center backs. You know, you see the Pittsburghs of the of the world, the Indies of the world. I mean, they have these center backs that are big bruisers, and it helps mm-hmm. to have somebody like Luke to get up there and bang with them to wear them out anyway, yeah. and and to really uh, provide that another element. Now, I do like I, I go back to Cameron. I I saw an element of him last season that we really hadn't seen before, where he came back and got the ball and provided some of that hold-up play that I don't think we had really, uh, you know, seen him do much. So I think he provides a little bit of that, but I'm like, but you're right, Robbie's identified this, uh, what what looks to be a potential criticism of the current roster. Well, let's think about it, though. A, that doesn't necessarily, like, a, the lumbering number nine center forward isn't necessarily complementary to the style of play we usually employ, right? Right, that's right. Um so there's that. Like, so, you know, while it would be useful in the event that, you know, it's late in the game and we need a goal and we're just kind of resorting to lofting balls in the box. In my opinion, though, if we're at that point, we've already lost the game because that just doesn't suit us all that well. But be that as it may, think about other teams that we traditionally play. Does anybody really have that kind of player? You know, uh, yes. Uh, uh, Forrest Lasso crushed us in that Eastern Conference final. There is no question about it. But Tampa got scored on last year. I mean, it's like, yes, they ended up winning the, you know, Eastern Conference title or whatever in the playoffs, but they weren't impossible to score against. I mean, hell, Miami, who was awful, they had Romario Williams scored against them. They scored, they gave up four goals like in the month before the playoffs started. So that game I don't think is necessarily the indictment of, of you know, we need this, we need this type of player. Um, but the other side of the coin is they're not, it's not like there's a whole bunch of those guys floating around out there that we can get. Um, but I, I do appreciate the, the point. Um, and, but I, I, the, other side, the other side of things is uh, we signed Jimmy McLaughlin. We're talking about him. He, he kind of is similar to a lot of other players we have. We just signed JT Kamara, uh, who's another midfield, attacking midfielder type player, uh, who kind of reminds me a little bit of Napo Matsoso, uh, but can probably play a little bit more number 10 um, type player. Another, but another small guy is like 5'7", something like that. Uh, speedy, good. I mean, against the competition they played against, could create space at will. Mm-hmm. Uh, really good with his left with either foot, but left foot for sure. Uh, I'm excited to see him play, just because I think 
A, he's a younger guy, which is good. He's, what, 17, something like yeah, that? Young 18, kid, yeah. uh, which is great and, and kind of speaks. I w- I'm always concerned about the age makeup of our squad because a lot of times we like we like to side on the side of experience and savvy and know-how, which is very good. Don't get me wrong. But I also want to have some young guys come through that can add some you know, pace, great. Uh, explosiveness, yeah. and things like that that you – you know, the older you get, the less your legs have that. So, yeah. Uh, and this kid has got that in spades. So I'm yeah. excited to watch him. That'll be really interesting to see because sometimes the jump from the youth level to yeah, no, to, it's, I'm not saying he's starting. To, yeah, like he's to, to this level, uh, hopefully that pace translates because because that's another thing I think we talked about last year. When you look at what Pasha gives to Indy, with that just extra gear he has, you know, he doesn't have the 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 guile and the finishing of a Cam Lancaster. But he's got just raw pace that scares Well, the, the good news is we don't have to deal with him anymore because he went to where? Houston? Where Houston, oh, yeah. Did he? Yeah. Okay, I didn't hear that. Thank yeah. you. Yeah, so news. he's out of the league. Thank God. Yeah, good um, news. Along with their keeper, but, but, Evan Newton, I believe, as yeah, well. Yeah, I think that's true. Yeah. But we've lacked, I think, a true burner. Somebody that frightens a life out of people. Ombi kind of has that. Cam. Cam is not, not what you'd consider a burner, though. Not in no, the no, passion no. I, sense. That's fair. But yeah. the dude scores goals at will. No, 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 no doubt. I'm talking pure raw pace. No defender wants to see a guy run at him with that kind of uh, speed. So hopefully he can carry that over and has it. Because yeah. I think that would bring another dimension. we talk about bringing dimension? All I'm talking about here with our squad is, do we have other dimensions? Do we have other things yeah. we can do? And here's another, like he, I, like I said, the guy doesn't play a lot of striker, but I will say, that if we, and we don't play a two-striker system, but in the odd event that we did, there's no defender on the planet that isn't going to pay a lot of attention to what Cam does. And I wouldn't uh, hesitate to let JT kind of play second striker behind, underneath, move around, like, kind of be able to create some space with some movement. So if Cam is getting a lot of attention, all of a sudden you've got this other guy that can yeah. hover around it. But at the same time, all of our guys have to have defensive responsibilities. I don't know what he knows. I don't know much about his defensive chops. And that's something that all of our guys is there. It's really new from day one. So there's that to be considered. Yeah. Well, it starts up top. We defend, everybody defends. Yeah. On our, yeah. On, well, that's so. what I'm saying. I don't, I don't yeah. know what about all his highlight packages are when we, when his team has the ball. So, right. <laughs> 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 so yeah, but uh, anyway, an exciting kid uh, for me anyway uh, because it kind of came out of left field. Although I know that things were in the works, uh, it it uh, lined up conveniently but not intentionally with uh, the loss of Elijah Winder, uh, which is a huge bummer. Um, he was playing in a U19 event with the ECNL uh, in an ECNL event down in Florida uh, a couple weeks ago, and uh, uh, broke. I don't know what exactly happened to his leg, but it was a serious leg injury serious is what it's being described. Yeah. Uh, and yeah. had surgery on it uh, last weekend uh, that apparently went well. But I, from all indications, I don't think he's going to be available for us in 2021, period. Uh, although that things are subject to change. It's a long season. Um, but best of luck to Elijah. I know the club had really high hopes for him, uh, especially for, you know, I think they had a plan in place to really get him involved in our club for at least the next two, three years, uh, which is encouraging. From a this is a Louisville kid uh, with enough talent to play at a USL championship level, maybe not start, but definitely get some time in, learn a lot of. I think they uh, considered him playing a lot behind uh, Ty Gibson. Did I say that right? Tyler Gibson. That's yeah, what I said. Tyler Gibson. Uh, I just totally drew a blank there for a second. This uh, this Citra ass down. I'll get to you real quick. Um, <laughs> but anyway. Uh, yeah, because uh, Tyler Gibson, I think, is going to be asked to not necessarily fill the Speedy Williams role, which we haven't talked about all that much, but Speedy's not coming back. Tyler is. Um, but uh, to be a guy with some bite in the midfield, 
Yeah, and I think Elijah was certainly in, he was going to be competing for minutes in there. No, with Paolo I, that's, that and, was yeah, the plan. Absolutely. And so that plan's kind of sidetracked now. Absolutely. Yeah. It's, uh, it's and there's really, tough. you know, speaking of, you know, we may see some additional players. I think that another, uh, uh, we've never had a real number six. Uh, although I, I think Paolo fit that role in, in certain spurts, but I wouldn't call, I would never call Speedy a, a true number six. Yeah, James Sands, but for a little bit. And then back, gosh, the first year, uh, his, the guy who's, who's number eight, his name escapes me at the moment, he was a real number six. He was awesome. Um, you talking about uh, the fellow at New Mexico now, Juan? Um, yeah, Guzman. Uh, Guzman, yeah, yeah. he was great. Yeah. That dude was a six. Uh, and I know Hackworth likes to have one, but I guess those are another position that's harder to come by, but you hear about less. But anyway, uh, Gibson's kind of the only one that ostensibly – kind of plays that role or he's more of a box-to-box guy and we don't necessarily play with a like a 4-2-3-1 with or, or double pivot or anything like that anyway i'm losing track of myself uh, as is typical on this podcast no nah, <laughs> nah, but usl tactic tactic shout out to him on twitter i don't know if you guys follow he's him. on the usl show now which is i'm excited yeah, about. yeah. he's uh of course, I follow him, and I, I think his uh, insight is really interesting. And he's always got the graphic, which I'm not sure I'm reading exactly correctly. <laughs> well, a, he does XG, he does radar maps, he does all the good stuff. Right. I don't know how, don't know how he does it. Well, it just it. coincidentally today had a comparison with Gibson and Speedy Williams. Uh-huh. And it. I didn't see that, so inform he, me. Yeah, I mean, I think Gibson it, coming in, he's got huge shoes to fill. When you, if you just look at that graphic, you look at. Speedy's defensive actions, mm-hmm. I, and that's what I initially Gibson a little more attack, a little further forward on the field when you well, look at the. Well, I think he's crafty, and I think he's certainly got some um, and, and passes the ball well, and is going to control and and provide that that uh, control, you know, control and holding midfielder role. But I'm worried about whether he can fill in on the defensive side of things, on the tackling, getting back. Um, Speedy was a master of bre- breaking things, breaking up, things getting up. the toe in, putting the leg out. Yeah, very very good in that area. So I mean, you weren't going to see him go in two foot on anybody, but he no. definitely did a good job of breaking up play. I'll yeah. give you that. Um, but yeah, the the way we handle the gap between midfield and center back is going to be real interesting to see. It like last season, it took us a while to get to figure out how that worked and how the midfield to the forward line worked because uh, it was there were struggles there for a while, and it, we eventually solved it, which is great. Uh, and a number of teams took advantage of us, didn't they? If you they recall, did. yeah. Well, the we, way we, they shaped against us, yeah, yeah. Because we just we really struggled in transition, getting the ball from one line to the next. Um, and so, you know, we'll figure that out this year. The good news is we have three months to figure it out. Yeah, plenty of uh, time. So let's let's jump into that before I uh, talk others talk uh, general USL stuff. So, like I said, preseason started Monday. That was February one. Season will probably not start. <laughs> USL said the season starts May 1 or two weeks before or possibly two weeks after. Right. So it was really funny. <laughs> I love USL announcements that don't mean anything. Um, it's going to be a long preseason. But, oh, yeah, very long. But and no, Bra- be, no Bradenton this year, apparently. No, they're here. At least, they're practicing here every day. Right. So Yeah, um, which is like why Florida. we built this and keeps us from spending. We spent $15 million on this. We didn't spend X number of thousands of dollars to send it to Florida. It's a long term. It's a, yeah, it's, <laughs> it is a long term. Well, they got the academy. That helps fill, fit the bill. Um but uh, one of the benefits of going to Bradenton was that you could always get a friendly or two against an MLS team. Well, MLS may or may not even have a season this year because there's a labor lockout that by the end of – this is today's Wednesday. You guys will hear this on Thursday, <laughs> if you're lucky. Uh, 
And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. right. and uh, by what, 5 p.m. Eastern on Thursday, the players' union has to accept MLS's last and best and final offer on a collective bargaining agreement, or they're going to lock the players out. Uh, if they lock the players out, there isn't going to be an MLS preseason because there isn't going to be an MLS, any MLS players. Uh, you so, hate to see it. Don't yeah, you? that no. sounds good for our open cup prospect. <laughs> <laughs> if, 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 here's the other, is there even going to be an open cup? I don't know if there we will should be. Push I, for it now. Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> We're ready. <laughs> no, uh, Patrick, speak. Hold on. Let, let me. I'm going to hand you Patrick. Hand Patrick my mic. I, I want to. Ah, God, standing up is hard. I was only going to say that I hate it. We didn't do an open cup last year. I don't know. It's just the. The competition's been around for so long. Yeah. It was it was sad to see it not be able to do one year because of I mean, I understand there was a big good reason it wasn't able to, but hopefully I would like to see it back. It, it's it's a fun competition. It is a fun competition. Maybe we can here's, just here's claim the, thing. the title. Qualifying for US for US Open Cup for non professional teams starts in like November of last year. I don't know if that even happened. Uh, because there are a lot of U.S. like League Two didn't even happen last year. I don't know if MPSL really played. Uh, I don't, so I'm not sure there is an uh, Open Cup this year. I, you know, it's, U.S. Soccer gives so few shits about it that there. I don't know that there's been a. I'll have to check out the Cup.us. That's that's the mm-hmm. place that really keeps up with it better than U.S. Soccer actually does, who's the entity in charge. Well, and you'd have to you'd have to expect that this year with the preseason stuff, I don't know what the protocols were going to be anyway. I'm not sure what our team's protocols are right now, but if you think about a team from another league in our league, probably differing protocols if they even existed. So it just seems really, really difficult to do anything outside of league. Well, yeah, I, and I agree. Um, so I, you know, I don't know if there is an Open Cup this year, long story short. Uh, the other half of that coin is USL was supposed to start their own like League Cup, which included League One last year. That didn't happen. Uh, know that the winter meetings for the league are over. Not a peep about it this year, so I'm guessing that's not happening. Niall tweeted about that. No, he said that uh, we they got I a wish, lot of traction too. I, which I, I, I yeah, know he, he's like, yeah, I wish it. we did this. Yeah. But, I'm, but part of me is like, well, we already kind of do, uh, but not. But it. <laughs> The other side of that coin is nobody cares about the League Cup in England. Like that's like Teams the one that, win it, dude. Of, yeah, <laughs> Arsenal, right? Uh, so yeah, that's right. <laughs> but it's like, a trophy. It's, right? it, it, you in Europe a trophy's as well. a trophy, I guess. But yeah, so's the John's. I mean, anyway, <laughs> I, I could make jokes. I'm not going to. Um, <laughs> Honestly, from my perspective, just to be honest with you, I quite like the secondary cup competitions because it it's another thing to strive for. And I think as players, let's just say you get you get into the season, and you start off terribly. But you have a cup run, right? You have a run in the in one of the tournaments. It keeps that energy for the season when otherwise you might. Because let's be honest, there's no relegation, there's no yeah. threat. You could just drift at the end of the season. Then, as a, as a fan, you want to see players get an opportunities to develop. So you think about the League Cup in England. Gives opportunities. Gives the young guys yeah, a chance. Yeah, yeah. It gives the Phil Fodens at Man Winks. City. Gives them a chance to get 90 minutes or 80 minutes, and they start to um, you know to progress yeah. professionally. So otherwise, if it I'm wasn't boring. for the League Cup, what would Gareth Bale be doing right now? You know, <laughs> well, that's I, another podcast altogether. Uh, no, he'd be I, golfing, is what he'd be doing. <laughs> <laughs> Can't blame the guy. Um, so, yeah, I, I I know these are things that, that are in the works. Um, you know, I, I know that uh, this time last year I was excited about Louisville City fielding U23 team in League Two. Mm-hmm. Uh, apparently it's going to be a League Two season, even though there is literally nothing in print about that. But I don't think Louisville City is going to participate just because it's kind of a – if we're going to do this – if we're going to go on, on the academy model and participate in USL Academy League, et cetera – 
it's, it just seems like one extra team yeah. too many. And the other part, the other side of the issue is at, at, at a certain point, the way soccer in America is going right now, U23 is basically confined to the college players that need something to do in the summer. Um, and I don't know how that, – that doesn't really fit yeah. the, perf- the R model going forward, I don't think. Um, yeah. so. Cl- closing question on the League Cup. Do we get an asterisk, half a star, if you win the League Cup? What it's goes like a, t- on the like tra- a trademark. Tra- like a TM? <laughs> TM. <laughs> Except it says LC. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, there, you go. LC, there you go. Uh, you, you, LC. Uh, yeah, that'd be fun. No, I don't think you get stars for, for those, but we would definitely <laughs> celebrate the hell out of it. We could do, like, eventually... We could it's be like, like, like Manchester United so and like have, have silhouettes of all the trophies we've won along the side of the stadium. That's, we got a long ways to go there, but two's better than two. Isn't that was last, year's, last year's preseason trophy? Yeah, there you go. Yeah, yeah, the Rock, yeah. Whatever the Rocky Mountain trophy last season. Yeah. Two of them, we should, well, one of them they don't give a trophy for for some asinine reason that we've talked about. We can make our own. Yeah, that's right. We're just gonna make it whatever, make it look like we want. It could be a dump track. It'll be fine. We, we may have won the, on, the one and only Wasatch Cup that'll ever take place. <laughs> that's true. That's true. Uh, hell, we could host case. our own, though I wouldn't do it in this weather, but you mm-hmm. could. Um, okay, so we've kind of run through USL, Louisville City stuff. Um, well, I will say, oh, just to back into the roster just for a second, because Ben Hulsman, our, our our man, he he posted, as he's apt to do on training uh, days, is like who won the competition or whatever, and he right. posted the 11v11 champion. And I'm looking at it, and I'm like, well, who is that dude? <laughs> He's like hovering over OJ and Toe. She's between them. He looks like he could m- maybe fill some of that size question like that Robbie's talking about. Yeah. And I'm like, who is this guy? And we need to I don't foot. know who it we, is. We Taylor sick. doesn't know who it is. We, Robbie doesn't know who it is. Patrick didn't know who it was. I'll say Littner, hopefully he won't get on me for quoting him, but I asked Littner who it was. He doesn't know who it is. <laughs> so the roster may be, may well, be still up in You've here. seen that guy, right, back in the day who used to get in all the team photos before Champions oh, League games yeah, yeah, yeah. and join the team pictures. Of the, uh, the Eric Belmonte type yeah, situation. Yeah. Yeah. Looked That's like he had happened. some boots on. Looked like he was a player, and I counted him. <laughs> he was one of the Anybody 11. Anybody can wear cleats. I mean, they're not that One expensive. of the 11 on 11 champions. So... Hey. I, I, you know, so we know but, there, there but are always there are always people in camp. In, right, in, I think there's some training camp that, is the point. Right, that go kind of cycle in and out. Some of them are on our U19s, for example. Uh, and some are just trialists. So that's always been a thing. And we most of the time we don't know who they are. I mean, that's right. <laughs> there's been a lot of fun uh, internet who's in this picture games over the past few years. So that this is the next one. But I think I think we will see potentially a smaller roster than normal this season. I'm not so um, sure. Uh, I, for example, Hackworth said on Saturday that we're, you know, we only got two keepers right now. We need a third. You right. have to have a third keeper. Yeah, that's true. So that's one we're going to add. I don't, you know, it's not finished. It's well, not tell the us about is yeah, is anything else that is uh, um, I, insider? I asked him, and this is all public record, so I'm not afraid to say it. it was like the, the club's got the video. Uh, <laughs> uh, I asked him about how preseason was going to go, and there's like it's it's three phases, right? So this month is it's all about the individual one a day practices, kind of trying to it's going to be a much slower ramp up process because usually it's like six weeks, right? Um, well, now we got three months. So phase one, which I presume is February, shoveling snow, shoveling snow, a lot of running, a lot of condition like conditioning work. Yeah, <laughs> uh, uh, you know. One a day, but instead of two a days, we're going to kind of it's, it's you have to do things slower because you got a longer, you know, runway. Um, phase two, they're talking about trying to do some friendlies with MLS and other area teams. He specifically mentioned uh, Cincinnati, Nashville, and Indianapolis, which is great. Those are our local, yeah. Did you say anything about fans? 
he didn't say anything about fans, but some of us tend to get to go things that others don't get to go to. I'm one of those people. Oh, um, <laughs> come on. Geez. I do have a press pass. Uh, that some, I don't know why I keep getting it. I guess it's because I, I, people like me. Um, mm. Or not. I thought Duncan stole that thing and was gone. <laughs> <laughs> people, people who care about what I'm going to say about them like me. Let's put it that way. Uh, but, yeah, no, I, I think – so. It, uh, in the spring, I, I don't know what's going to happen because, again, this labor situation with MLS and the Players Association is still kind of looms large. But if, if that doesn't work out, uh, college soccer is kind of crazy right now. Kentucky ended up playing a fall season, but they're always looking for friendlies, whether they're official or not. In the spring, I'm sure UofL is kind of on the same track, although ACC didn't have fall soccer for the, for the men, I don't think, this year. Uh, and that's definitely happening in the spring. spring schedule announced, though, so I think they're, uh, yeah, but they're attempting that, right? You know, in a more formal way than spring normally is Well, structured. because there was no fall for yeah. them, so, or, or something along. It, so, college soccer was... And I know the Horizon League's doing the same. I saw uh-huh. NKU has yeah. a round-robin of their league as well. So we know at least those players are fit and, and, and available. Right. So that could be an option. Uh, and, you know, college soccer did a pretty good job of trying to leave the leagues alone to kind of make better decisions whereas that weren't related to football so uh american football anyway so yeah yeah hand, hand egg right <laughs> i'm not gonna be one of those guys uh but so anyway phase two however long that is 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 kind of like we're gonna get kind of sharpen our teeth against uh foreign competition for lack of a better term and then phase three is kind of is more conditioning for lack of is is the best i understand it um that's just it's so much time um yeah. Without real competition. Yeah. But the good news is, like I said, 32 game season. Yep. Played over 27 weeks, so there's going to be at least five two game weeks, which nobody likes. Plus racing in the middle. Yeah, of it. racing's and what race? <laughs> I love you, Robbie. Are you're, we yeah. you're helping me transition. No, I'm just saying from a games perspective, because racing starts April 9th. Yeah. Ostensibly, possibly, probably, honestly. Right. Starts earlier. Let's do it. Uh, so racing started. Well, USL conference alignment, right? Do we talk about that? We don't know because they haven't. Yeah, but there is going to be four, damn it, conference I, alignment. Is it four divisions? Did I, I think it's eight we, teams per per division, right? Per, something like or that. Or per conference. Well, there's 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 gonna. It's not going to be what we have. A B C D E F G. So that's anyway. They, they were there was four and five teams. Like groups twelve last season. twelve pods last time. Now it's going to be like now it's, it's going like, to be eighteen pods, I believe, is what they said. Something along those lines. Um, God, and then I, the I Oklahoma not, teams I, are going to be in the Eastern Conference, is what I heard. Tulsa yes, yeah. and OKC. And then somebody was saying, oh, so the Northeast Division is going to be, you know, like New York, well, Hartford, yet, Louisville, <laughs> Oklahoma City. I'm like, if you put Oklahoma City in a division called Northeast, it's like Louisville being the ACC Coastal. Like, there, there is no, no, what coast are you talking about? Um, so, anyway. Oh, a river coast. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's not a coast. It's called a bank. Bank. The okay, bankle. The bankle. But there may be more uh, travel opportunities for us next year, uh, you know, this season. I don't know. We're already thinking road trip. <laughs> no, oh, yeah, for sure. You know, the only road trip I want to go on is Monterey Bay FC, so that's, I'm just putting that out there. Uh, so, anyway. Yeah, I, thanks, Ty, for But that's it, that's it on USL. pulling me we don't back know. from we don't the end of schedule, obviously, but there's going to be conferences. Yeah, Com- conferences and divisions. Of, of pods. Probably and, and three games per each against division uh, opponents, and then you'll have other games against non-division opponents. And as we talked about, truth of the matter is we will probably be hosting early and often. If 
our regulations stay the same as they did last year. Probably. I don't know what other municipalities are doing at this point, but we know we can at least get the, you know, what's 5, our record? 5,000 or, so. yeah. or whatever we've got in there. Um, 48.99. Hopefully we'll be looking at more. And a half. Them. Wasn't the last game and a half? Uh, there was a half person. Yeah, I think There was did. a half. I think it was, yeah, anyway. Somebody's so, baby. So, so the truth of the matter is we will probably start the year hot and heavy playing games down here. Um, if you had to bet on you it, you'd think. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, they, they do love, USL does love uh, sending ESPN camera crews down this way, even though they, that's, that's not the way it works. But long story short, yes, they USL loves our stadium and loves us, uh, as they should. How the times have changed. Right. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> polar right. opposite of Kate Markraft slamming us for playing on a baseball field. Um, so <laughs> that leads me back to trying back to, to awkwardly the, transition to, to NWSL the, yes. and Racing Louisville. Who have also started training this week. Yes, they did. Gosh. Uh, with a, I think thirty. I think they had thirty players that have they've showed up. I, I think there's a, like twelve of them are not signed. Um, so let's get four out of the way first. Again, Kristen Press, uh, Tobin Heath, Caitlin Ford, and Alana Kennedy did not report. Are not expected to report. Are gonna stay in Europe as long as they possibly can. I'm guessing. Uh, so not those. Emily Fox, who's our new favorite favorite lady. I uh, got called into yeah. the She Believes camp for U.S. Nat- yeah, women's national team. Awesome. She played uh, a, almost a half against uh, Columbia a couple weeks ago. Did a great job. Uh, had some really nice balls in from the from the left hand side. I thought I, she could play either side. I think, uh, but liked what I saw out of her. Um, it's the only racing player I've seen playing. But quite then some she's time. coming home <laughs> yeah. after the after, after that, that after that she's coming here. Right, but that's like a long deal, so we won't see her for a while. Uh, so we had to supplement. Um, our, we've only got three midfielders signed right now, which is obviously problematic. So they brought in, I think, four or five, four, if my memory serves. I wrote a nice article on it at LouisvilleCoopers.com. You should go and read it. Uh, kind of talking about who Oops. who we've invited to to come to come to come to camp. Uh, very, we know very little about a lot of these people. Uh, some of them are international players. A lot of them are college players. I think at least two. Already have already served as assistant coaches in the college ranks, which leads me to kind of wonder, are they here to try for the team, which they probably are, or are they here to kind of fill out our coaching staff, which we don't know anything about, because right now it's just Christy with James making some personnel decisions. Yeah, we haven't heard about it, the, the technical yeah. staff necessarily. Uh, and one of them is a goalkeeper named Shelby Money, best name oh. uh, in the entire group. That's hard a to be, hard name, to be a right name there. like so Shelby Money. Some of our <laughs> college draft picks are just staying at their college for the spring season. And into those next are year that's a different well. situation. So we after the draft was over, we drafted. Uh, have I gone through this already? I probably haven't. Yeah, I did. Emily Fox, uh, Taylor Otto. Uh, oh, shoot, I think our last pub was the night of the draft, wasn't it? It was. It was. Night it was before. the night of that college draft. Well, I read about way, this on. We, I know there's some college players we drafted that are, you know, sticking with well, their colleges so for at least another season. So there's season. a difference. So there, we had we drafted five. Players. By the way, we lost Jennifer Cujo. Big loss. I'm a little right. miffed about that, but we traded her back to uh, Sky Blue Sky for Blue, some allocation right. money and a draft pick or something like that, um, which all parties seem to be which happy about. Which was the Cooper's original team that we picked out of a hat with Glenn and Matt. I can't you believe you guys picked Sky Blue. I was not here for that. I would have heavily influenced you we guys against that. We just picked one of a hat, and Sky Blue was our team for one Whose season. Whose hat was it? They were the- they were the worst team in the league. That's yeah, they're it. awful. That's I don't, I'm not a Sky Blue fan. Uh but in any event, uh, camp starts. We've got two goalkeepers. We've got a, two trialists, one of those being Shelby Money, like I said. Uh, some defenders, a couple of whom are uh, defensive players. A couple of, some of these players are, have uh, European experience in Sweden, one in Germany. 
Um, nobody from England, maybe one from France, if, my, if memory serves. Uh, but I'm excited for several of them. A lot of them, all of them, almost all of them have played college ball in the United States uh, and are exciting, high-character people, from the best I can tell. That's something that, that Holly really values and James obviously really values and is a, something that kind of permeates throughout the organization. So I, I'm not surprised by any of that. Um, and we have a core group of elite players that were like signed direct that aren't like draftees. Yeah, well, there's you know? there's like and five so, or six of those. Yeah, right. And so I think that that not all of them, but a lot of them. That like bodes so, well. Yuki I mean, Nagasato isn't here group. yet. She's coming. Yeah. She's got COVID stuff to go through. She's still in Chicago. Savannah McCaskill. I don't remember seeing if she's here or not. I think she is. Uh, you know, uh, like I said, names are escaping me right now, and I apologize for that, but. It's going to be an interesting camp. We've got a lot more work to do from a personnel standpoint. Uh, I know Christy Holly recognizes that. Like I said, with three players actually signed in the midfield, that's a real problem. Uh, defensively, I've got some concerns about center back, about uh, defensive midfield, although there's one girl who's, again, name escapes me, but she's definitely a defensive midfielder. I think she played for Yale. Uh, Taylor, I'll give you credit here because I can vouch for all the listeners at home. You're doing this off the top of your head, which is pretty incredible. I am. I've, I've, I wrote about it like two days ago, and I've already forgotten what it, what it was. But uh, well, so if names, names are killing me. But he, they know what they're missing, and so they're trying to fill that gap as best they can. The other thing that we need to recognize is players come in and out of this all the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, the people that are named to our preseason roster on Monday are not necessarily the players that are there tomorrow or that are there in a week. Uh, but this is all leading up to the Challenge Cup, which the NWSL, which I can't spit out, is hold, hosting starting April 9th in home markets. They're not holding it in one place like they did last year in uh, in Utah. So Louisville City, sorry, not Louisville City, Racing Louisville is going to be hosting games in Lynn Family Stadium in April. Uh, if it's the ninth, if it's not the ninth, I'd be surprised. We have the best stadium in the league, hands down. We've heard that. If you haven't listened to. Uh, let's say uh, uh, Hot Brown Soccer Town. Bryn Sebring was on that show a few weeks ago, or not even that, a week ago, uh, talking about that and how amazing she thinks our club is, which is refreshing compared to all the shit we're getting on Reddit and other places. Wow, and she came from Seattle, right? Yeah, she says these are the best facilities That's high praise. This is the best stadium in the league, which we already knew. Wow. Uh, the, I've been uh, saying that. The not approach really and what the facilities are in the league. <laughs> and, the, and the, attention, the amount of attention these, these players are going to get is – going to be second to none so while we're getting a lot of crap uh from around from nwsl circles right now i think we're gonna kind of return that just just for those of us like myself a couple questions i have for you on this structurally the competition the challenge cup versus the league structure how does it integrate secondly what kind of crap what is the buzz in the league is it just the market we're a a tire fire at the moment just from a personnel standpoint i'll be i mean i'm being frank about it from what i read I don't 100% agree. I agree there are concerns that need to be addressed. The other thing, though, that I think is worth bearing in mind is this. The NWSL handcuffed us and handcuffs any expansion team when in your first year in the league. They took away the best 100 players in the league in the expansion draft. Uh, they only give you, you know, they give us five college draft picks, but if you're trying to build a team on college draft picks, you're going to have a real problem uh, for any league, period. Um you know, we've there are roster restrictions in terms of international players we can sign, in terms of salary cap. Yeah. You know, there's a lot of ways that this could go a lot better if they took the brakes off of some certain things. If they let us, but that's not the way they're doing it. They're taking the MLS 1.0 model and kind of moving it out. Um, the consequence to that has been a we're specifically. I think next. I think that our inaugural season is going to be a struggle. 
I'm yeah. being frank about that, just because of the way we were able to acquire players and how difficult that is mm-hmm. uh, and the amount of money we're allowed to spend. We didn't get the best player in women's college soccer last year, Katarina Macario, because she could get literally five times what we could pay her from a foreign team. I do not blame her in the least for getting that, but we, if we could have paid, I don't, I don't know if we could have paid her that much, but we could have made the deal sweet enough where she could have stayed in the States. Uh, if she'd only visited here, I think she would have understood that as far as the league is concerned, this is a great place to be. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just going to take some time. Sure. Like Bryn, if, if you haven't listened to that podcast, Hot Brown, Bryn Simmer basically said, as soon as the players come here, experience what we have to offer, even if you're the visitor, uh, players are going to talk to each other. If word spreads fast, this is going to be a place you want to be. Yeah, that's good to hear. So I think that's coming. I, but like I said, there's a lot of things that are keeping us from being able to – this is going to be a Louisville City 2015 situation where – we bust out the gates with Matt Fondy scoring all these goals and and kill people. It's just it's 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 institutionally. We're not going to make the Eastern us. Conference Finals every single year. I mean, <laughs> things can happen. I'm trying to set expectations here. Yeah, no, I think that's fair, and I think that's what uh, it's good for us as fans to expect that too. But it also to go into these games understanding the limitations we have. So it's on, it's um, it's imperative on us as fans to realize that going in. Yeah, and. If we let a goal in early, that's not a head down moment. That's a let's turn it up. I agree. Turn it up to twelve. Hundred percent. Let's get behind the goals. Hundred percent. The ladies. I, and I, I think yeah. that we've there's there's a lot of uh, <clears throat> there's a lot of there's a high ceiling here. Yeah. Uh, based on the structure that we've set up around this club, uh, the academy is going to be huge. Uh, Racing Academy is is crushing it right now, and I yeah. think that we're going to see aside from Mina Eka, who I'm excited to have. Uh, a lot more Who Louisville. did report? She did. She did. Absolutely, that's awesome. I think we're going to see a lot more Louisville-based uh, talent in this team. It's in, in, in and out she, of this team. She as, seemed as thrilled go. to be here from everything oh, I saw course, online. Yeah. You know, yes, which is great. Um, so you know, it's just going to take a little bit of time. And um, I think for us, the wild card, and I've said it before, but is is James O'Connor? I mean, if there's a Billy Bean of American soccer who can scout the talent and the metrics that matter to make us a great team, it's James O'Connor. Sure I mean, thing. and you th- you talk about positioning. I don't worry so much about where they put these girl, these ladies in positions, because they can if if they're the caliber of player that I know that we're looking for, they can pl- they can play different positions. Yeah. I mean, we've seen O'Connor and and I, I just mentioned James because we have experience with him, right? We don't know what Christy Holly can can do yet necessarily, but I mean, we we can take a good player like OJ, who's a center midfield. And he becomes a a wingback or a Kyle Smith, First team who's an attacking yeah. attacking midfielder, who becomes an MLS uh, fullback, wingback as well. And so I think we're we got the pieces we need, and we're going to put them where they mm-hmm. need to play, and and we're going to develop that culture that that we we've seen we've seen it done before. And I do think there's some things that we can translate from 2015. To 2021, the in racing's inaugural season. Yeah, I just, I just, I think it's important for us to recognize that USL 2015, the way you won was you bought the best roster, and we didn't 100% do that, but we definitely spent more money than most clubs did that season, which explains our success. The reason FC Cincinnati had as much success as they did is because they spent literally three times our budget the two years they were here. And that's why they were so good. You can't do that in NWSL. Yeah. Um, the other part of the issue is there are fewer teams, there are fewer players. The best players right now, the best, 100% best right now, a lot of them are playing in Europe. Um, and mm-hmm. there are no, you know, there's no uh, restrictor plate 
on what you can spend on a player in Europe. And why, the, you know, why is the American so- soccer system like we're? It's like communist, where everything's equal. Uh, we're I, in America. Don't Let's, don't get on. me started, Ty. Do not get me started. That's a different podcast. Yeah. I mean, in Europe, which is way more like free market. Is completely free market. Isn't, shouldn't it be the opposite? Because, I don't because of that the, at all. I, I, the reason is because it, the nine, the original the original sports. NASL uh, screwed everything for everybody. It made everybody terrified of losing money on on players. So that's that's the long long story short. Do we get into GameStop now? Do oh, we go? Do we? This is American <laughs> pro sports in general. Uh, every pro league in America has this parody thing on salary caps and stuff, and it's Except all for baseball. It's basically like. I, I don't get it. It seems to run contrary to American capitalism. What we what we expo- expo- <laughs> guess what all next these week. all these all these communist owners are making a lot of money. Yeah, so yeah. <laughs> Next week on our podcast, we should have an hour deep yeah, dive. I'll, on the I'll be happy to debate the merits of any kind of governmental system with you. Anytime, I'm just that's not what this podcast like, is for. It's like coffee talk. I'm just putting it out there. No, you I guys g- talk about yourselves. Nobody agrees Think with you more than I do on that topic. But uh, league structure. Just that final question I had as far as Challenge Cup versus regular season. Yeah. So Challenge Cup runs most of April. There's a group stage and then a knockout stage. So it's a little bit World Cup-y, but within yeah. the span of a month, more or less. And then the regular season, I think, will start like May 15th. So what if you win the Challenge Cup? You get a trophy. Half a star. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I don't think it's – do they do stars in NBSL? I don't know. Uh, we'll, we'll start that trend. Yeah, we I'm do every one. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, then regular season, like I said, starts May 15th. I don't know how many games are in it. I don't know when it's supposed to last. All we have are dates, April 9th and March 15th, May 15th, excuse me. Uh, and that's it. And that's probably all we're going to get for a while. But it's exciting. Uh, it's the much really shorter exciting. run-up. It's so exciting the first right game's going to be really cool. I mean, yeah. with our, our, both our teams practicing, the season's coming up. I mean, it's – We've got this great facility now. The turf fields are going to be ready to go pretty soon. I got a mint shirt the other day. I'm just ready I got to one. go. I got a mint shirt. We've got to get into my, one of my favorite topics. We haven't really – delved into since matt and glenn left me you know because they they were the little city fashion kings like that's true that's true i mean they got they got denim jackets with skills oh, the custom, custom gear they had patches I mean, yeah headbands buttons but snapbacks truthfully um i know the season's delayed so maybe the, the club gets a bit of a pass when are our jerseys coming <sighs> oh, you know knows? i had this with brad when he's on the, yeah. I, I grilled him we told Brad before Christmas we wanted to buy a bunch of sh- stuff before Christmas. You can say shit, it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> no, I didn't listen. <laughs> you heard <laughs> it coming out. I don't edit it either. No, it? city dads don't cuss. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's I've been a good with one. you guys. I know I know your entire membership. But seriously though, I'm ready to drop a hundred and what's it gonna be this year? hundred and thirty at least on a jersey. Fine. <laughs> I mean everybody has to get the inaugural racing jersey, right? I oh, mean yeah. I don't think anybody's gonna miss out on that. Yeah, Patrick. You know, I'll judge it on it. Ty, I'll judge it on its merits Serious as market. always. But chances are, I'll. You're get not going to miss the first year. Uh, depends if it's well. I know Nike makes some pretty nice jerseys, so yeah, no, probably. Be I, nice. I'm definitely buying some racing gear too. Yeah. Um, okay. That kind of covers the gamut of what I. Yeah, we've had we've, to talk yeah. about. I can't think of anything yeah. else. We've flapped our guns here, haven't off. we? And uh, it's always tough in the off season, but we've got oh, 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 to oh, get oh I know what I was going to do. I was going to recycle some mass barrel proofs. Oh yes, if part, there is so. any, there might oh, probably from, from why the cancel. Cancel. This is bad. I'll pretend I'm canceled. Okay, it's disabled. Try again in one minute. One of them. It's like my kid was trying to open. I remember one of them was Ledgehogs asking about because because your toast tastes. Yeah, about toast. Sean Tosh's cooking channel. I haven't seen that. I haven't. 
I haven't succumbed to the Instagram app yet because oh, I have, I have Twitter. I have Twitter, enough. and I don't participate much in that other than liking stuff or trolling. <laughs> Not trolling verbally. I, if just, he puts it like just, in stories, just, I don't. I don't do it? stories. I'm not into that. Swiping. I don't know what you call it. Get off my lawn. I do it all. Oh, I hate it. I hate <laughs> my it. the Instagram uh, search algorithm has me down to a T. It's a bunch of golf memes and then. Boxes. It tends to be, unfortunately, a bunch of younger ladies playing golf for some reason yeah. as well. So Instagram knows yeah. something about me that I don't know. I want to see the, the cooking with Toshan. It doesn't get posted to Twitter. It's only Instagram, I guess. Cause, so I haven't seen that. So the word on the street is, is Sean's a, is a chef. He's a pretty good cook. Uh -huh. and <laughs> Is it like a... Oh, uh, no, but he I wasn't on the one. cooking. Like we saw Ben Lunt do the cooking show. We saw Antoine Top Hopeno do the cooking mm. show. Both of both of whom seem to be very talented in the in the kitchen. Let's do it. During well, the, Hopeno uh, has some French uh, background, right? So he's know, he made be able like to cook. he made like some fries, some French fries, like from scratch, like not even frozen, like just straight potatoes. All right, a lot of these were from Ken about why he I didn't call him a guest. <laughs> <laughs> uh, here's one from uh, from Kenny Howard, co-host of. Uh, in the house these days. Oh, shout out in the house. Uh, like I said, that's kind of, it might be it, aside from Ledgehogs asking us about tasty time with Tosh. Uh, he asks us, uh, if you could take one player from the Premier League to add to our squad, who would it be and why? My answer is Sergio Aguero. Because great answer three years league, ago. But aside, <laughs> don't tell me who's better right now. Hey, give, me a, give me a beat here. I just want to. Oh, you don't have it. There's a lot of players. I just read the question. There's a lot of players to choose from. Yeah, there's so many yeah. players oh, to choose from. You know, that's a really good question. Well, yeah, most most has got to be. He's got to be up yeah. there. <laughs> Who would? There is no doubt. But um, man, that's a great question. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You only get one. You do. Okay. Oh gosh. Um, it's got to be one of Man City's center halves for me right now because Man City's not letting any goals. Morris. He's not. He's a mid midfielder. No, get one of their center backs in. Well, they haven't really though, because they were trash earlier in the season. They didn't let a goal Mendy in for like that? ten games in a row. Uh, is it Garcia at the back for them? I forget who it is. That see, this is why I need to do my uh, see, yeah, watch my Premier League didn't review shows beforehand. Be. But but we need defense. I don't know. We need a striker. I think we need someone maybe shore up the back, a little more physical. I'll take one of the best defenders in the Olivier league. I'm not sure who that is yet. He does what he does exactly what you're asking for. I, tell you, I don't no, know what else you want. Truthfully, I'm taking Andy's French. No, if I'm taking an attacking player, I'll take Rashford because we need That's the pace. Uh, we need the pace, and he scores goals. He's and he likes show. to feed kids lunch, which I'm and very much a, in favor. And he's of, a great so dude that. as well. Yeah. No, he's a, he's like giving a ton, like a bunch of his salary to to children's to feeding children's programs in, in British yeah, public schools. Yeah, I think schools. he just got an MBA. Like public, public, not like tradition, like. The British version of public, which is not public at all. Yeah, so his stories, right. his stories are actually really cool because he grew up on school lunches. You yeah, know, no, he's awesome. Family with Dude, that gives that guy's means. And then when COVID began, he started this program to feed and basically um, went to the government and said, "You need to do something yeah. about this." And they initially kind of brushed him off, and then he used his influence and and uh, and made it happen. So yeah, he got he got um, an honor in the oh yeah he did the New Year's list with the like Queen. A, Member of the British, like Order, the British right? version of bless, like blessings in a backpack, Lamar Jackson type situation. So yeah, yeah. I'm all about so that. So he's a great dude. So we'll go with uh, Jamie Vardy. He's Vardy. probably my favorite. Got love Vardy. Oh, man, he's, he's kind of model. I kind of you know late bloomer. You know, kind of got yeah. into the ranks a little bit later in his career. It's kind of and he's absolutely hilarious. So that, that's true. <laughs> I mean, he worked. I mean, because 
What, I don't think you'd respond to COVID protocols particularly well, but there's that. Well, I mean, a couple years <laughs> before, Paul, <laughs> he's not into that. A disco he's, or a he strikes party me somewhere as an anti-masker. Yeah, <laughs> just someone I'm modeling my career after. You know, I mean, you break in, break into the top ranks later, later in your career. Virgil you Van know? Dyke, how about that? Would that do Van Dyke, that's an, the right. Non-injured that Virgil is Van Dyke. the correct answer. I think you're right. I yes. think it is. I think it is. That is the correct Virgil? answer. Yeah. Yes. Okay. He's the best. When he's healthy, he's the best. He's the best center back in the league. Yeah. Probably in the world. So yeah, it's hard to hard to argue that. I'm glad I thank yes. you for my own answer. Good job. Well done. Okay. All right. Ty, you got an answer other than Vardy? No? No. I okay, mean, good. I, yeah. I, like I, I've, I've said before, I, I have trouble keeping track of one league. I tr- you know, USL, I'm table-itis all the time, watching game, as many games as I can, trying oh, to keep track of I know what I forgot both to talk about. conferences. So, speaking, so, of, speaking of that, really do you know North Carolina's gone? You know. you know they're gone? They're out? They're in League One? North Carolina? Yes, they're yes, out. They are. Adios. I think we talked. Yep. We may have talked about. We that. mentioned it at the start okay, of the last pod. Just briefly. All right. Yeah. Good. Uh, and then Monterey Bay replaces Fresno with the same used car salesman that owns the club, so that's going to go well. No, I haven't heard uh, about this. So Monterey Bay, is, are they in the league this season? I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. The I Fresno no franchise has gone to Monterey Bay. We don't play anybody from over there anyway. So also in matter. California. I was going to say, yeah. where's Monterey Bay? Yeah, is that is Jamaica? It's a, no, it's a gorgeous <laughs> place. It's it's like includes Carmel. It's just south of San Francisco. It's Probably one of the prettiest places in the United States I've ever been. So can't, can't hate it. Can't hate it. All right. I think it's going to do it for us tonight, guys, uh, this afternoon, morning, whenever you listen to this. Thank you all so much. Like and subscribe. Follow at BarrelProofFC on Twitter, even though I don't tweet very much. Uh, and uh, be sure to rate and review our podcast. Be honest. Be brutally honest. Yeah, five star. Can, I'll take a three-star review. As long as, as, long as you say I think today nice might have been a three-star. Uh, it could have been. Today's a preseason pod. Okay. Uh, thanks everybody appreciate it Uh, you can find us places I'm not gonna you don't really need to find us though Uh, and we'll catch you guys next week (laughs) vamos morados vamos morados adios